in a second, it's going to become very intimate between him and I. I think I'd already got. And you're just gonna you're gonna be like peeking through the window, right? And you're gonna see some weird stuff. You guys are okay? spying on us, yeah. But oh, I have to, like, it's become so weird. It's gonna become so weird for you. Mm, I think it's time we get started. Can you hear that in your ears? It's easy to come up with random shit. Yeah, like two Vaseline dump scarecrows. What? <laughs> it's confusing. It's it's easy. Hey, 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 what's up, guys? Echo Sith here. And with me always is the sexy, crazy pants, <laughs> hairy love man, love child. I think you gave me the same introduction last week. Talk custom. Oh, I'm talk custom. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> and you're looking marvelous this evening. Thank you, Bella. Yeah. My wife made fun of me the other day because we were walking outside and it was windy. And, you know, my hair's getting a little long on this one side because I'm kind of growing it out, right. doing like the uh, Chris Helmsworth kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was down in my face. And so I went like this, did the whole, and the, she laughed at the me. Justin Bieber, like head, yeah, I, head flip. I f- did the hair flip the hair and flop, yeah. flopped it back and she made fun of me. Okay, I, but I was like, I, I if instead of putting it my hair. works. Head, yeah, I, don't, I did that for a while until my hair got to this point, but. But now you can, now it moves when you, you do it. Like mine's just like this little thing. So whenever I. Oh, you got a good thing. Dude, that's how ladies get wet is with that hair flip. The hair flip? You, you mentioned Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Somehow on my internet browser, I got signed up for like news updates about Chris Hemsworth. So when you think of Chris Hemsworth, you think of me? Well, apparently. Fuck. But for some reason, I get all these alerts pushed to me. Every day about what Chris Hemsworth is up to. And I don't give a <laughs> flying fuck what Chris Hemsworth is doing. You know, out of all of the Marvel people, I like him. I do like him. I just... I like him more than all of... Like, I follow him on Instagram. If you came over to my house and you were like, hey, can I Google something? You'd be like, uh, hey, talk. what's up with all this Chris Hemsworth stuff? Oh. That's, like, my concern. Anyway, go on. That's your concern? Well, or my concern? I'm concerned that people are going to think I got a thing for Chris Hemsworth. And you don't? Not, Everybody I mean, should. Not, not publicly. I don't know. Everybody should have a thing for Chris. Um, I used to have a thing for Brad Pitt. He was like the guy that I was like, I, I want to end up being like that guy. Everybody still wants to be like Brad Pitt. You and know, he's like, he's, what, 60? He doesn't do anything. 55? I, I don't know. I, don't. I, I like him, but he's like the guy that when I look at him, I'm like, that's who I'd want to end up like. Man. I don't, I don't That guy is... You know what? I know he's Australian. And going into the Chris Hemsworth thing is that, have you seen the trailer for Crocodile, what is it, Dundee, the legend? No, the legend of Dundee or something. And it's that, who's the goofy ass guy from, uh, um, what's his name? Pee Wee Herman? No, 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 no. Um, some, somebody will probably say it. Um. He played in um, with Seth Rogen and um, who's the guy that he's always with? Um, Franco. Uh, James Franco. James Franco. Yeah. So they do the weed thing, and he's a yeah, pothead. Yeah, yeah. Who's the other guy that constantly gets hurt and shot? Oh, I don't know. And at the Is end, and the he's wearing the neck brace. Pineapple Express. Thing. Yeah, Pineapple Express. I never actually but who's that saw guy? that, but I, I don't know. Okay, did you ever see... I'm um, say it's McLovin. Yeah. 
For the sake of I, the I think it is. We're I think it is. Bad start. That I think it is McLovin. Oh, is it? Is it that guy? Yeah. Right. The, he's kind of a chubby looker guy. Chubby. No. no. Is, that's like the skinny nerdy kid. Um, okay. So, anyways. So, anyways, he is the son of Dundee. And so he, Chris Hemsworth shows up to pick him up, and everybody's all excited to meet the, the son of Mick Dundee. And he shows up and he's got the whole outfit and it's real goofy and he tries to do the and he can't do any of it. He's totally American. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Paul Hogan was the actor that yeah. played Crocodile Dundee. Mick Dundee. Maybe that's why I thought of uh, Pee Wee Herman because his name is Paul Rubin. Yeah, I don't know. Paul Rubin and Paul Hogan walk into a bar, you know, who has no longer dong? Paul Rubin because he got caught masturbating in public and people know so everyone knows yeah. everybody knows what it looks like but anyways what I was saying was is that Jonah like, Hill Chris, is it, is Chris it, Helm is it Jonah know. Hill no it's not Jonah Hill okay so, someone said Jonah Hill in chat no, it's not Jonah Hill. Okay. I can't. I can't remember who it is. But anyways, I was just saying Chris Helmsworth is in that, and they brought me on to that movie. And that movie is just the preview looks dumb, and so it just it it hurts my heart because I loved Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, I mean, the that, second one not so much. Kid. The first one was good. What was the second one like? He was Crocodile in, Dundee in the city, or yeah, something yeah. And like then that. I think they did a third one. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they did shit. a third one. He was like the Steve Irwin before Steve Irwin. And that Basically, guy died. yeah. But Basically, he was like a real life superhero. He was. Yeah. So I was. So I was watching through, and I saw that trailer, and then I started going through and seeing other trailers. Do you know what movie they're coming out with? A sequel to Ninja Turtles? Is it Ninja Turtles? No, hell no. Damn it! I'm done with Ninja Turtles. I'm done with Ninja Turtles, Spider Man, Superman, I Batman. Seen the new Move on to someone else. All right. What's the sequel? Tell me. Beetlejuice two. They're for real doing it? For real, for real. Look, Dude, at, there's that, a trailer. If that movie sucks, I'm going to be Gina so Gina Davis pissed. is in it. No shit. Alec, uh, was Alec, Baldwin? Alec Baldwin is in it. They're already, you know, they're... Michael Keaton? I think um, Gina Davis runs the... Winona Ryder? Winona Ryder's in it. You didn't say I Michael think it's Keaton yet. Michael Keaton, I think he... Well, they didn't really... He can't not be in Beetlejuice I'm too. sure he is Beetlejuice. Oh my God. Because what it does is it shows Gina Davis and it shows Alec Baldwin and it shows these two kids in the beginning and they die. And then all of a sudden, Gina Davis is there, and she's like, "Oh, well, you know," and she's talking no to them. Shit. And then at the very end, really quickly, you see Beetlejuice pop up, go, ah, and his head oh, spinning around in a circle. There's a real trailer, then. Yes, all right, I gotta it look is it a up. real trailer. I gotta look that up. It's badass. After this recording, that's the first thing yeah. I'm gonna do. Okay, I so that's put one. My pants back on. Um, okay. What's the other one? There was. Um, yeah, I, I'm not as big into movies as I used to be, but God, that brings back some good feelings in my heart. Thinking oh, about Beetlejuice. It was amazing, dude. Like, I don't know. Okay, so imagine that world, okay? Imagine, like, if you were to die. What, would you be terrified showing up? Because they seemed really, calm. like, you know, she was a little like, oh my gosh. But wouldn't you be a little more freaked out when you're sitting next to a guy that's got a shrunken head? They were or somebody that's like, out. I mean, you think? But also, you know, however you die is however you end up in that afterlife in that movie. So, you know, if I, you know, fell into a volcano, I don't know what I'd, you know, I'd, I'd look pretty, pretty yeah, burned up. So how, yeah, well, but would you burn up or would you be like a blob that's like, yeah, would you just be like a pile of ash? I don't know. We'll we'll just say I you know got shot in the face with an arrow. <laughs> You're a pile of ash. And it's like be careful. Right, that, that's you, have, you have to talk really, and you can't fart. You can't right. blow wind or anything that in this work. room or yeah. talk would blow away. 
Um, and then all of a sudden it's like, poof, and it's like, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> there goes talk. Let's just say I got shot in the face with an arrow <clears throat> by a Native American. Why? I don't know. I, maybe I, you know, was at a casino and I maybe you, you know, fell one, when one you were doing money. a cosplay and landed on like Ooh, a cosplay related death. Well, how would you die? I don't know. You'd probably just like something with work, you know. Yeah. You work so hard that I fall down and your brain. My just... keyboard's like stuck to my face or oh, that'd something. Be a good or death. or I death? slip and fall and hit my head on a monitor. Oh, I I. I've never tried autoerotic asphyxiation. But is that where, I feel is that where like you like put the thing around your throat? It's where you strangle yourself with a belt while you're jerking off. I feel like I'd make a mistake and that's how I'd die. I'd be like so curious I'd have to try it. You know, and I'd be wearing rabbit man's belt and I'd throw it around the doorknob and then I'd be a dead guy walking around with a belt around my neck. Yeah, because you know it wouldn't break. Right. <laughs> these, these belts don't break. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you're, you're already setting yourself up to fail. Yeah, so that's how, yeah. I'd, I'd have a big boner and a belt around my neck for my entire afterlife. That would be my my death. Do you think you would freak out if you saw that giant worm? Oh, the sandworms? Like, what would you think, like, sandworms. so what if you were stuck forever in your house? Like, the house that you're currently in? Oh, I'd hate my house, too. And, <laughs> I fucking and, hate that house. <laughs> you'd be stuck in it forever. I mean, I'd got plenty of... You'd open the door, and there's that giant worm waiting for you to walk out so I, you can I eat your ass. So for the rest of... I got so much fabric and cosplay stuff, I could just, just make clothes for the rest of my, my afterlife. That would be that would be all right. You would be like uh, somebody would just be like, okay, well, this is our workhouse for someone that you know. It's almost like the cobbler and the you know the elves are like yeah. they show up and make shoes. Basically, <laughs> somebody just brings and throws a whole bunch of cosplay stuff into the house, oh, and then great. the next day there's like a whole outfit made. But the house would be haunted by a guy by with, by, this, by the guy that makes cosplay yeah, outfits forever with a huge boner and a belt around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the, the haunted house. Oh my god, um, that would be hilarious. Yep. Oh and man. And like a giant diaper. Auto Autobot. <laughs> or Automod, whatever. Okay, anyway, let's stay on, on track here. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, so if you were to show up like, and you saw that worm... You oh, know, dude, I love sandworms. It's one of my favorite parts of the movie. It's black and white. Giant teeth. And I think another mouth it's comes all, out of it, too. It's claymation, too, which is great. Um... I wonder if they're going to keep it that way. Have you ever seen a film called Humania? Uh-uh. Okay. Is We're it, not going to talk about it. It was a why? claymation back in the 80s. Was it any good? It was for kids. It was only like 25 minutes long, but it was the it was a it was a film about a kid that gets sucked into a board game. Jumanji? It was like Jumanji way before Jumanji, but it was all claymation. So Jumanji ripped off that idea from there? Basically, yeah. If anyone's never seen Who Mania, I think it might be on YouTube, so check it out. It's, I mean, you're going to hate it, but check it out anyway. All right. Um, anyway, did you say there was another sequel film coming out also? There is, well... There is the Beetlejuice, and then there is, um, oh, I can't remember. And then I told you the Dundee. Oh, maybe that's, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That was dumb. I, that one just, that one. I, I probably won't see that. That one hurt my heart. I was like, oh my God, why? Was I talking to you about this? 
they made like the new Total Recall movie with Colin Farrell, and I never saw it because I love. Yeah, the, I told you to original. go see it. You need to go see it. Yeah, so because it's still it's see amazing. That. It's amazing. Well, after I'm done watching all of Friends on Netflix, I will go and watch Total Recall two. Or Do you think you would it. cry if you like landed in that world of Beetlejuice? No. Like, if I was dead? I mean, I might be sad that I was dead. Like, would you cower in a corner? No, I would just draw a door and knock on it and walk into the big green light. And I'd have I wonder if you could, like, draw a door anywhere. You think it'd be like a teleportation. If like, it's in the handbook, it's almost like Portal deceased, or Portal can... 2, the video game. Or like, you can just open a door with, like, drawing chalk and knocking three times. That would and... be too much fun. I don't know. I think I'd be all right. I mean, because then you'd be able to leave your house. Yeah, but then you can just go see your caseworker. That's that's about it. It takes you to like the corporate office building of hell or whatever that it places. Oh, that's I think that's who Gina Davis is now. I think she's oh, she the like case, case I think she's the caseworker. You know the caseworker. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, I remember when I saw that and she was like smoking and it was coming out of yeah, her it was neck. Coming out of her I, did you did you like cringe when you saw that? You know, when I was a kid, I never even noticed it. I had noticed it when I got older, um, and I was like, man, that's so smart, you know? Like, the continuity in this movie is brilliant. It really is. Well, Tim Burton's awesome. You know. That was, I think, one of his last <clears throat> original ideas for a film. Um, everything else has been, like, a remake, or... Or he's been helping people. Or helping people, yeah. Uh, he just did... What was the one he just did? It was did? like that, and Edward Scissorhands were, like, his two most recent... Brand new IP type film. Oh, he did Dumbo. That the, makes sense because that, that movie was fucking terrifying. But, yeah, so you saw the new Dumbo? Oh, no, I thought you meant the cartoon. No, no, no. They made a new Dumbo? Yeah, it's why completely. Do, why is Disney doing all these fucking... Completely animated. So Dumbo is completely animated and it's got Michael Keaton's in it and. Um, what? Where the hell da- have I Danny, been? Danny DeVito's in it. Oh, Danny DeVito's in it. I got to see that. Yeah. It's pretty good, man. Like it's, it's, it's not bad. I don't it's, know. it's not. You have to take. Don't think of the cartoon. Well, they're because doing the story's Disney's different. Doing, they just redid Aladdin the, and the Lion King. They're doing Lion King, uh, the Little Mermaid. They're redoing the Little Mermaid. Yeah, as a live action. Really? They're doing. Um, oh, they did Dumbo. Mulan as a live action. I think it's like, make another one. There's not enough, you know, Disney princesses and shit. They well, need... I, I don't like it. It's, they, they can it's do one too, about, about two princes that fall in love. Like, I think the Aladdin movie was cool, okay? But, like, so the graphics it. were good, okay? But it's too hard to take a cartoon like that and make it real life, like with real people. It wasn't, it didn't have the same flair. As the, I would watch the cartoon a thousand times right. before I would watch that real live one again. I didn't even see, I... Didn't want to see it, and I heard it was good. And I still don't want to see like it. Like it's it's okay. I mean, it's the like I said, the, the the story's good, but it's just not the same. Well, it's the same story. It's just it's not the same. It's the Fresh Prince some, of Bel Air coming out of a genie lamp. Yeah, yeah, and again, couldn't they have picked somebody else? Yeah, you you can't top you know Robin Williams with anyone. And that's you know, and he tries to do some of the voice stuff that Robin Williams did, and it's just like yeah. That was the whole thing that made the genie funny in the original was that Robin Williams did like a thousand different accents. Right. And And it was awesome. Yeah. Even if it was fueled by cocaine. (laughs) He might have been sober when they filmed the first original. You think? 
Well, he was in recovery for most of his life, and he had a few relapses, but um, yeah, that that guy was crazy. Crazy talented. There was crazy. a super awesome speech that somebody had posted, and it was his, I believe it, it was his speech from, what was the one where he grows up really fast? Um, Benjamin Button? No, that was, that was, ben, uh, what's his name? That was... Uh, okay, where he grows up really Brad fast? Brad Pitt. Yeah, like he... It's like, oh, Jack. Jack. Yeah, I remember So the that. speech that he gives at the end when he's really old. The speech that he gives when he's really old. I don't remember the speech, but I remember... Yeah. So they took that speech, and then they took a bunch of clips. What the hell is that noise? Is there like a bird running into your window? I don't know. What I was getting at is like, I don't... I th- they could do so many other things. Why keep going back and re doing all these movies like do something new move on it's like spider-man and batman and you know they just keep doing the same it's like a it's like we're stuck in groundhog day and we can't ever get the fuck out like every movie i just people like what's familiar and you know i I guess people trust that a new spider-man movie is going to be good so they're happy to pay the ticket price to go see it but it's all about I watched a thing about this. It's all about risk management for companies that make films and TV shows and movies and all that stuff. And if if there's too much risk, for example, if someone wrote a new script on a new movie that no one's ever heard of before, that's a high-risk situation. They don't know if they're going to make their money. It's all about money. Um, and, you know, for us as consumers, it's about entertainment and right. enjoying a good story and stuff like that. But for companies that produce it... They know that if they put Spider-Man, a new Spider-Man out, they will make money, period. So the challenge is, how do we make another one that people will actually like? That's that's the strategy, is how do we take something old and make it... Yeah, old? but there's so many other characters that are cool. Like, sure. I'm finally glad they did, like, Cable. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I, no, can't wait, I can't wait until they do another one. Right. But, like, cause... if you wrote a script for, for a new film or a new TV show or something... And it was the best fucking thing ever. It would still be a high-risk situation. Right. Um, and it might not ever get made. Right. So maybe that's why good writers are doomed to be authors instead of, you know, film producers or whatever. It's crazy to me, like, how some of the writers... I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking to the two guys that wrote the script for um, Endgame. And they did... And they actually did Chronicles of Narnia and they did a whole bunch of other stuff too. Um, How they come up with things, it's almost like an artist, how they, when they look at something, you know, like, like when I'm drawing something on a canvas or drawing something on the iPad or doing whatever, it's, I just, there's something you see there and you're like, oh, what is that? I see something there. It's the same thing like when they're writing a story. Yeah. Like how they come up with some of that, and then they're able to write this whole, and then bring it back into yeah. you know it's just like it's holy like a, crap a four dimensional composition that they're creating. And think about how complex Endgame was. I never saw it. Oh, I still haven't seen it yet. Well, people were like, "Oh, you've got to watch the eight movies before it." And if you haven't <laughs> no, seen you Captain Marvel and Ant Man two and this and that, and I was like, I don't have fucking time for that right now. So yeah. I'll see it eventually. No spoilers. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, yeah, but it was awesome. I will see it. I just I haven't had time because I've been yeah. so busy. <clears throat> it was good, but anyways, yeah. I was just you know like the storytelling 
to me is what really to me makes a good uh, what we'll do a little we'll edit this part out there we go all right so anyways what i was saying was is the storytelling that they're able to do is just amazing you know it's it's just like painting on a canvas they're painting words and there's so many cool stories out there that they could do, but yet we keep going back to the same stuff. Right. I mean, so it just takes, you know, people who are willing to put their story out and hope that it's a good enough story to get produced into a, another film or movie like or whatever. When Alita um, Battle Angel came out, yeah. I was very skeptical because I hadn't watched any previews, I hadn't heard anybody talk about it. But. I was just like, ugh, you know, and I I wanted to watch a movie last night. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll get it. And so I bought it and I sat there and I was drawing. So the drawing that I actually posted on Instagram, I was drawing that the same time I was watching Alita. So you can kind of see that, you know, the chick has kind of like robot legs and robot arms and so on and so forth. I noticed she has a custom tattoo on her legs. She does. She also has a Kindred Concepts logo (laughs) on her stomach. I didn't put the the uh, K or the um, uh, the J or the K. I think that's what it is uh, for Jamaro Kindred. Um, and then if on the inside of her leg, uh, it's also Kindred's uh, logo he has on his neck. It's a crown and it says F U C Q. No, oh, nice. I like that. So I put that on there. Yeah. So I like. Well, I got to see I that like film hiding. too. There's like I think you just named about seven films that I need to see yeah. now. But I watched it and it's. I was just mind blown, dude. Like, I couldn't stop. I didn't. I I went in very skeptical, like I said, and I gave it a bad review before I even watched it because because it was manga, mm-hmm. and I can't stand manga. I can't stand people that draw it. I can't well, stand. You, know that you even had the courage to watch it. I know. And it was it was crazy. Now I want to actually read the um. What is it called? Um. Atia, whatever the hell, whatever it was called. Alita Battle Alita, Angel. Alita, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Alita Battle Angel. I want to actually read the manga comics. There's Just the, the story, too, because of the story. Yeah. Because the story, I think the original was from like the 80s or something like that. I knew about it because um, Evil Ted and Commander Holly came together and did a cosplay of the original the original Alita before the, the new movie even came out. With the robotic arms and all, you know, the, the full build. So that's how I found out about what it was. Oh, okay. They love it. They thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And I, like I said, I, I even watched, so I got done and I watched like how they created it and all the detail they put into creating her body, hmm. you know, because her whole body is ro- you know, a right. robot. Yeah. And so like all the, there's like engravings and like all the detail on her hands. And it's just like the amount of just it's almost like a cosplay person, but times a thousand. Right. Where because they're going in and they're making like not only are they making the piece of armor or whatever, but they're making everything underneath it that works too. Yeah. So could you imagine making a cosplay outfit out of that? Well, that's like the fun of cosplay is you can go as detailed as you want. I think it would be cool as hell if somebody could do that. Well, it would have to be a skin tight suit, and you'd probably have to be nude under it. You mean like all the under skin stuff too? I mean that wouldn't be possible. 
Well, it would have to be over your skin. So it would have to be a really thin... Right. It would have to be a thin kind of foam or something yeah. that would lay really close to you. Right. So you couldn't wear a lot of clothes underneath it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, so it would be like a lot of what those girls wear that do cosplay. Anyways, they're not really wearing basically like bodysuits and latex and whatever. Um, I made a bodysuit for myself uh, this month. I know, dude. My That's... first ever bodysuit, and it how's is, it coming out? It's skin tight. Well, it's good. The um, so if for the sake of this podcast, I'm making a full costume build for uh, the TwitchCon cosplay contest 2019. Sweet. And I don't expect many people to know what this is, but it is the Zenogar Blade Master armor from Monster Hunter Three. And yeah, it's it's a very elaborate kind of organic looking armor set, and it starts with a bodysuit underneath. And then I made custom chaps. They're like quarter chaps, so they go from my crotch to my knees to mm-hmm. hold up all my mm-hmm. leg armor. Um, and so far, I've done. What else does it hold up? Uh, actually, my whole crotch junk it is, holds all of it up. It's wide open, so I gotta get. Apparently, there's something called a dance belt, which is like, what is that? It's like a thing. Is that what Chippendales use? No, it's it's a thing for men that are wearing tights or like bodysuits. What's it do? Like push it back? It it keeps like all your penises in one like. Penises. It, it conceals the whole penis situation. Okay, you said so, penises. Well, you know, there's more than one. I'm sure it could handle more than one, but it it, it you're falling into it, that. It locks too it all many. down. Yeah, because um, if when I put on this bodysuit, yeah, it's pretty obvious that I have a penis, right? So this like kind of. But don't you? Doesn't it have something that hangs over or metal? Yeah, so there, there will metal be jock strap. If, if the wind blew and my little crotch plate from the armor blew up or something, they I, would know. I, they would know you were a boy. People would know I was a boy. Exactly. So I. I don't want to like. They would know you were excited. Yeah. So you need to make sure you got some like room in there. Yeah, it's it's like a little. Just in case you get a, br- a good gust of wind and it might right. feel nice. It's like a jock strap, but without, you know, protection. So what is it? What are you gonna like? Is there something on the the crotch? Is it like a a skull or? Yeah, there's like a kind of a scaled piece of armor that I made that is part of the costume. So what is it? Like a horn? Um, it looks like kind of uh, <clears throat> like scaled skin on a plate. You know, like a lizard skin. Yeah, kind of. Um, so it's yeah. I mean, it's everything from feet, shins, knees, thighs, crotch, waist. And do you have to make your own boots or did you, uh, did um, you buy a, you have to buy some boots that you have to make? There's uh, if you know what Tobby shoes or Tobby boots are, they're like the ninja split toe boots. I've seen them. I bought a cheap pair of those and I built armor around them because that's what the character is wearing is armored Tobby boots. So I built some of that and then I put armor plates on them. Dude, Um, like when you talk about this, I get so excited. Like I would love to do that. Like, I want to make Come over something. And do it. Yeah. I want to do like I want to make. You gotta, I mean, obviously, we got to make butter and cheeks. But, you got to make butter and cheeks. The swords. Yeah. You know, I just I want to do something. Like I want to make a helmet. I think the first thing I want to do is make a helmet. Just some kind of just off the wall helmet. I remember when I made yeah, when I made uh, uh when I no, I didn't make it. When I was watching uh, Rev Chumley. Yeah. Make that freaking uh, stormtrooper skull helmet. Oh yeah, the skull trooper, dude. 
I was gasming all over the yeah. screen. I was like, I want that helmet. And then he was like doing a giveaway for one. Yeah. Oh, I was like in his channel. Like, I, I want yeah, to give it to me. Cullen did something like that too. It was like the zombie trooper. Yeah, dude. That was all like there, is that a girl? Was that a girl? No, Cullen. There was a, there was a girl that did one at one of the, it was either Comic-Con or TwitchCon or mm. one of those cons. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. And she was a zombie trooper. Oh, cool. And it was cool as hell looking. Yeah. Like, you could kind of see the face oh, under so the Oh, so it was helmet. like a cracked open skull. Yeah, uh, and you could mask. see inside of it. Yeah. It was awesome. Dude, you got to come over and, and spend some time with me and just do some build stuff. You could even design stuff like you do on the computer. Maybe I, then... maybe I should become a custom cosplay builder. Is there any money on that? There can be, but um, just call yourself a prop maker. Prop you don't maker. have to be a cosplayer. Like, Okay, so I don't have to dare dress up. I can just make it for other people. A lot of people do that. Okay. Like, um, but, well, I mean, what's the fun in that? You might, you might as well make stuff for yourself, right? Because that's what you'd want to do. But, um, like, a, like, cosplay... A lot of people think cosplay is, like, kind of a goofy term. Like, um... Just people that dress up as anime characters and go to cons and, you know, play around or whatever. And it sounds like kind of a childish, um, and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful because I consider well, myself Well, but a I think player. some people, even um, myself, would look at that, you know, probably when I was younger, you know, because you have a mindset of what you think you are. Well, and so when you would look at people, like whenever I'd go to a Star Wars, that was really where I first saw cosplay, was at a movie theater when everybody was dressed up like as Luke Skywalker or Leia right, or yeah. Chewbacca or something, right? And they're all, they got their whole get up and I'm like, dude, we're watching a movie. You, yeah. know, what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like, but that was long time, like long time ago. That's how I felt. Okay. Like, I guess because cosplay wasn't really a thing. Right. I mean, it's still pretty new. <clears throat> cosplay didn't become a thing, like a mainstream thing until like 2010. Like, I love Star Wars, but I don't... Then sure. I, yeah, yeah. I would have never dressed up just to go see a movie. Would you... Oh, okay. I see. You're talking about like... Or, or, even, to, or even go to like a con. A con. Okay. But like I told you, whenever I went with Derek, I think you have to experience it at a con rather than a movie theater. But yeah. when I went to the Fan Expo, that was whenever I was like, oh my oh, God. Man. That's what I told you. And yeah. you know, I told uh, Derek, you know, because we wanted to go as Viking Jedi. Right. I was like, Vi nobody's ever done a Viking Jedi. They might have, but... Well, I've never seen it. I've never I seen, seen it. Either. I'm going to have to look it up. But You could totally do that. Um, I think it would be cool as hell. But yeah, it's just like... Part of it to me is... Um, it's like bringing back part of my childhood or things that like I, I want, I love fantasy stories and movies and games and comics and stuff like that, that I was talking to Hoku props about this, that we want rather than diving into a game or a film or whatever, we want to bring those things into reality by, right. by creating them. Right. And, and Hoku is a great example of, of an artist who, you know, he's a cosplayer and he loves cons and dressing up and, you know, kind of role playing a little bit. Right. But he also gets commissions from like, extremely well-known companies like video game companies and movies and you know that are like hey this new thing is coming out we want you to build it in real life so we have it on display for you know the release of this film or this movie or whatever and i 
I know a bunch of people like that, and they got into it just because they like dressing up and making right. shit that they like. Um, so if you have things that you want to make, get your ass over to my house and let's make some stuff. Why is everybody, I know this is kind of jumping out of topic, but it's kind of still in topic. Why, why are so many people hooked on Monster Hunter? Like, I played it, and I, maybe I just didn't play it long enough. <clears throat> But, like, it seems like everybody, like, I've seen a lot of people starting to play it, and it's been out for a while. It's funny. And, the, like, they're going to make a movie. That's something different. There, There's an old book series called Monster Hunter that has nothing to do with the video game But series. it uses the same type of weapons and it's, armory. Yeah, and but... Um, armor. So, I, I've been playing Monster Hunter since I was a teenager on, like, the PSP. Um, it's not new, but... Monster Hunter World is the first time they've released this game outside of a Nintendo console. It's always been an exclusive Capcom Nintendo game, and it's very unique. Uh, it hasn't had a huge following. It's always been kind of an underground game until Monster Hunter World, and now it's on all consoles and PC, and it looks completely different. It looks beautiful, by the way. Oh, no. I'm, the um, graphics in it are awesome. Yeah. I just But it's a very deep, rich story, and... Play style that takes many, 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 many dozens of hours to really start. And see, that's probably why. And that, so if you don't have a lot of free time, no. then it's not the game for you. Because yep. it's a very deep game. My free time is like is is like Hitman 2. Right. Or Hitman. Yeah. That's why you know, I, when I, I come playing, home, yeah. I'll play Hitman. And, you know, I can either do the story or just do a mission. Or just fuck around. Or just fuck around. Because like... Yeah. My thing is, is like, I'll get on there and I'll, I'll do the missions for a little bit and then I'll be like, um, I just want to, I don't know if something inside of me, I just want to fucking kill, I just want to kill everyone. I'll pick up every single thing I can and I won't change my clothes and I'll just go around the entire thing and just kill everyone and and try to hide the bodies and not get caught. Yeah. Do you know what, like, what is your favorite thing to use when you're running around through that game? Uh, the garrote, the, you know, just strangling people. So you like using the fiber wire? Your fiber wire, that's, yeah. So like, I just got the quick draw, which is the one where, I you know, the, the, fiber, the fiber wire is the one where, you know, he, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. and he has to get it. The quick, the, the quick, uh, what's it called? The, I think it's called the quick fire, as he throws it around real quick and he's like, it's like, you, they die super fast. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I like the old school Hitman games where you. <clears throat> I don't know if they even have a sniper rifle in the new game. Yeah, they do. Okay, good. They even have a whole sniper mode. I love the sniping in that game. Like, there's an entire mode that's just for sniping. But, anyways, I'll run around. Like, I, I played it like the other day. I texted you, you know, because I was just, I was tired and I was like, I'm oh, playing yeah, I Xbox. Asked if I could borrow it, but I haven't had time to play games in a while. But, yeah, like, we, okay, so. And so, anyways, yeah, I'll run around. I use the knife and a screwdriver. Yeah, screwdriver. Because yeah, I'll throw them. I like throwing <laughs> shit in that game. That and I'll like fun. run in and just throw it at a bunch of people and walk out. Yeah. No, change no. my outfit. <laughs> but yeah, as, as I've gotten older, I don't have a lot of free time. So I find myself playing kind of quick pickup, you know, jump in, jump out type games like Overwatch, which I don't really like Overwatch. I, I like it. I'm good at it, but it's very repetitive. I don't have the time to jump into a full story. Like The Witcher 3. 
is still one of the best games I've ever played. But I don't have time to play it again right now because it's so fucking long and I got other shit to do. See, I couldn't... I, I cannot get into Overwatch. I played it for, again, like for a week. Right. And it, like you said, it was repetitive. It just... It's the same thing like with Fortnite and what's yeah, the other game? I don't like uh, the Battle Royale. Uh, Player Unknown. All yeah. those. It just... I want to play something that's going to give me a challenge of a story, you know, figuring. That's why I love Hitman because there is so much like there's this one level I'm doing. It's, it's in Miami and you're at a racetrack and there's literally like 50 different things you can do. And there, and it's complex. Like you have to go on this side, do this, drop this, do this, pick up this, you know, and that's just one set. And then you do something totally different where, like I did one of the missions where you had to go through and you had to get you had you had to be able to have the briefcase and somehow you shove a shotgun inside of a briefcase. Don't ask me how that's done, but yeah, that's how those games have always been. You know, I'll you know you have to go around the, the entire level and then you have to go and then you have to blow two people away with a shotgun, and that's one of the missions. <clears throat> you know, but that's hard because you have to keep that briefcase with you the entire time. Right. And you can't pull out the shotgun until you absolutely know that you can pull it out without being busted. God, when I'm done with this fucking commission on <clears throat> this project, there's so many. Play. I'm going to watch every movie you talked about earlier at the beginning of this, and I'm going to play every game, and I'm going to sleep in, and I'm going to eat more than once a day, and I'm going to hang out with people. And, you know, this, this is the second time I've left the house in three weeks. Leaving that. Like, it just... You don't believe... You don't, or your boss doesn't? I don't. She does, and... You don't believe in... I don't believe in things that are haunted. It doesn't logically make any sense to me. Like, if you were a ghost, would you, like... Fuck with people? Just enjoy... I don't know. Would you fuck with people if you were a ghost? you know, an old Burger King or something? Yeah. I mean, I guess I... I, It just doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know. I, I believe... There could be some kind of afterlife, but I don't believe it. It's like, you know... Some, <laughs> a ghost? Like a ghost of some guy that worked at a lobster restaurant or something. <laughs> like, I just... I can't... <laughs> yeah, like the old chef... You know, the lobster chef that, uh, you know, makes fucking napkins fly around. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's funny, but it's... It sounds so stupid. Anyway, you're talking about a movie where yeah. people bought a house that was haunted <sighs> on purpose. Uh-huh. Which sounds like... No, we're not doing that. That sounds like a comedy to me. Yeah. Yeah, give me a Cosmo. Give me something juicy. Are these all Cosmos? They're all... So, all right, welcome okay. to the Cosmopolitan... Yeah, she's covered, so you're good. Oh, yeah. They're not hustlers or anything. So, my wife got these, okay? And she doesn't even know what she signed up for, but we ended up getting <laughs> these in the mail. We've been getting them in the mail for like three years. Yep. Did she read them? No. Why not? I don't know. Look at this. It was funny. The other day, she was <laughs> said there, read, like, she finally looked at some of them, and she was like... Wait. Since when do... Look, look at all these. These are very suggestive pictures of women, you uh-huh. know, like... The whole book is... Eating Chinese food in a sexy that's what's way. Com- okay, so this is confusing. This is confusing. When she's licking her necklace. Why? Yet. So lately, right, there's a, this big movement with women... And how they're portrayed, right? <laughs> Why in the hell, if they have such a problem with the way that men and whoever look at them, why do why does all of them always look like this? Right. Why are they always like very 
you know, provocative and half dressed. You smell that too? I don't know. I'm, one of them smells good. Can't tell if this is one of those perfume pages or not. It looks like it. No, it's not. So. Oh wait, here it is. Hold on. Um, lift here to experience one million. Okay, let's see what one million feels uh, like. What? Um, so my thing is, is like, came up with makeup. Ooh, that smells good. Like, why? That just gave my nose a little boner. Um. Wait, who came up with the idea of makeup? Do you, do you like a woman that's got tons of makeup on her face? Oh, no, no, no. I, or I do you like her na all natural? I like natural, natural looking women. In the, it's funny because it's a paradox. The more you use makeup, the more you have to use makeup for two reasons. First of all, it's terrible for your skin. Yeah. And it starts to deteriorate your skin. Right. And second, when everyone gets used to seeing a woman with makeup on, she has to continue to wear makeup. Because that's how people expect to see her. So it's this double-edged sword. So you gotta, ladies, you gotta start phasing out the makeup. Um, start phasing it out. You know, just less and less and less makeup until you don't need it. And your skin is gonna get healthy and you're gonna have that natural healthy glow. And then, you know, when you're going out and you want to get fancy, you put on lipstick and a little eyeshadow. That's, that's it. Right. You know, that's, that's fine. But when it's like every fucking day, like, there's no need for that. Oh, it's just, it's crazy to me, like, who like, said, who said, you guys looking at Cosmos talking about makeup. I know. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm confused, too. I just don't, who came up with, my sure thing is, I guess we need did. to figure out who came up with makeup. You think men came up with makeup? Men invented the bra, they invented Men, men invented the bra? There was a man that invented the bra. He just sure. wanted perky boobs, is that? Something like that, even though they're, you know, that's another one of those things that... When breasts are supported by a third party, it makes the tendons and muscles in a woman's body weaker so that their boobs sag more when they're not in a bra, especially as they get older. Um, so it's, it's all these cosmetic things that try to make women look younger and, you know, all this, all this stuff, but it, it, it's actually bad for people in the long run, especially makeup. Um, we have a lot of Cosmopolitan magazines here. Yeah. Um, people are laughing well, at us right now. Uh, I just, but, we, we said the last time that we were on the podcast that we would, that we were going to go through these. I want to find because one of it's, those questionnaire things. It's, it's crazy those? to me. How do I Check this out. The only dream decoder you need. Okay. So this is going to tell me. Oh, I hate these. I want to hear this. This is going to tell you your dream. So let's see. Uh, the weird nightmare where you married Sean Mendez. That would be a weird one, right? And then he turned into a clown dude from Saw. <laughs> what? Astrology did that. Okay, so basically, and then I don't understand the house. So it does it in how to use. We made this chart for Aries. Want yours? Head to Cosmopolitan.com. Dream dash decoder for a personalized one so now you guys know where to go all right i don't know how it works but let's see i'm a leo here we go this is weird creativity and romance expect dreams about your crush or even a project you're super excited about <laughs> fuck yeah what is yours uh, my horoscope yeah. oh i'm in gemini what the hell is that symbol? It's the twins. The two wavy lines? 
Uh, or the one that looks like 69. Are there, uh, hold on. It's, um... I think it's... The 69? No, it's not. It's like a T with two lines. I think it's this one. Ah. Yeah. Health and service. Any hidden anxieties around your health come out here. So would concerns about helping others. Fuck. It's not sexy enough. Um, you don't feel sexy? This is weird. This says... Okay, hold on. There's a thing here that says... The difference between good sex and great sex, which... I don't know how you need a magazine to tell you the difference. But when I go to page 78, it's just an ad for lube. Can you read this? Just a big full-page <laughs> ad that says lube. <laughs> it, it's not, well, that, podcast people can't read that, so... Is that are, you talking, are you talking to me? Good sex and great sex is... Show what, me. What kind of lube you're using? Um... And then there's three new sexy sex things to try this month. Ooh, what is it? Hey guys, they're we're gonna find out properly though. Get just... more juice out of your sneezes. Yeah. What? Um. What's a sneeze? Are they saying like get more juice out of your sneeze? Is right. that like coming? So here's one of the moves. It's called the double dip. Whoa. Like standard sixty nine, but make it sex. But make it sex. How is the standard sixty nine not sexy enough? Wait. It says, while you're on top, raise your hips up and away from your partner's mouth, which will give you space to rock your bodies back and forth in a rhythm that makes you both lose it. <laughs> well, I'm getting horny. Uh, you, well, hey, you like the way that you feel when you think about women, so... This, is, this magazine is not... It said three sexy things, and there was only one sexy thing on that whole article. I don't know. I'm not good at this. I need a different one. We need more there, there was a good one in in yours, I believe. Um, I just gotta go to the index. Here we go. God, it smells like a like a woman's perfume party in here. It's, it smells... They're messing together. Alright, this is, this is funny. Wait, I'm losing it. Um, let's see. We need more topics here. Oh, I'm about to give you the difference between good sex and great sex. Page 78. That's what I was trying to find, but hey, you're going to find an ad for lube. <laughs> see? It's not It's not even there. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I guess lube is the difference. Yep. I just wanted to get you... Lube to... is the difference between good sex Why is this woman and playing great sex. Ping pong in high heels. That would never You happen. tried everything. The acne. I'm not buying this. <clears throat> Whoa! Here we go. Why Did you read this side? so wrinkled? Uh, oh, because my kids spilt, like, water or something, right. and it went all underneath the right. table. <laughs> They're not stuck together. Right? <laughs> Three new things to try this month. Did you do this one? Oh, what happened, BYD? BYD said bad news. It looks like Fork Girl just got banned. Oh, jeez, for what? Banned from this channel or banned from... Twitch. Probably from Twitch. Um, well, hey, I don't think it would be wise of us to do commentary on... Our channel is down. Yeah. That's too bad. I'm sorry that to stinks. hear that. I've known Fork Girl for almost four well, she, years. She Well, you know, she's been exposing things more. She has been doing some very 
exposing streams lately. You did this one, didn't you? Three new things to try this month? Yeah, the there was only one oh, thing. Oh, here's this. The was... plus one. All right, let's hear it. Invite a little pleasure. It's a vibrator. That's another ad. I know. For more vibrators. I know. The fastest growing sexual awareness brand. Dude, this whole... I don't understand. What, what happened to just straight ones? Why are they like... Look at this one's curved. It's all about the clitoris, you know. And then look at this one. What it? Oh, that looks like a bottle opener. Yeah, you can open your, your you know, low-carb beer while you're jerking yourself <laughs> off. Uh. What the hell is post-nut clarity? Oh, that sounds... I think we all know what post-nut clarity is. It's late Saturday night. You and your guy are laying in bed panting. While you're considering going another round or eating that leftover pizza in the fridge, yep. he has a smug look on his face, talk, staring up at the ceiling as if he's just discovered something as major as how to shave 30 minutes off his morning commute. You nuzzle into his shoulder, but he seems like he's somewhere else. He just jerked off is what, what happened. Right? Just lying there in glorious steeper, with his mouth slightly agape. This, my friend, is what we call post-nut clarity. He just had an orgasm, right? I guess. Yeah. I guess, yeah. So he's done, and now he's thinking about things. Dude, I didn't realize how dirty this shit was. This sex perk is not a joke. Having sex also releases... Uh, tingling endorphins, the same chemicals responsible for that awesome mental high you get after a run or a night of actual decent sleep. The same is true on dopamine and oxy. What is it? Oxyto. Oxyto. What is that word? Oxytocin. Oxytocin. I don't know. I don't I've never heard of that, that one. Hormones that bl uh, flood the body post O. And leave a happy, glowing buzz for about 48 hours. Did you know that? So do you feel... 48 hours? I'm, that does not sound... That doesn't sound right at all. So so basically, after you've nutted, you feel... I usually feel, you know, like a, I feel good. A new, I'm tired. I, like I feel I'm, some kind of a, an inner mental <sighs> peace for maybe 20 minutes to... And then you're ready to go again? Or you oh, just, no, that's a different topic altogether. No, like, I, I feel that, like... The, the melted anxiety, you know, like everything is okay feeling for like a good 20 minutes after my post nut, whatever. Um, Can you say nutting? I just, I mean, that's what it says in the magazine, right? I don't know. But, um, yeah, I have a pretty, I have a pretty high threshold for, you know, needing physical love. You know, I, I can go long periods of time without... This magazine is worse than the other one. Why? This, My, this just, is good, this man. It's all dildos and cat food. That's this whole I don't understand. Like, this to me, like, do they have guy magazines like this? Yeah, Maxim. Maxim is like the men's magazine. Really? For, you know, that's what? like Cosmo. Why the hell are we reading girl yeah. ones? Get oh. some, let's get some Damn. Maxims. Do I, do I look like this? Dude, every fucking page is just close-ups of women's look eyes. Look at this. Oh, it's uh, that guy. The pirate guy. Yeah. 
Saw. They spelled savage wrong, by the way. They spelled it with a, savage. With a U. But it's, it's savage. Alright. This. Great. No, there's just Talk, a, you love it. A redhead smoking. But this blonde. is the thing. What's. Why. Why are there magazines like this? It's, it's it seems like this is a way for I guess maybe for people to get away, almost like you know how people like to watch Twitch or listen to podcasts or whatever. Is this like their form of? Yeah, I mean it's getting away. There's an article in this one about <clears throat> a woman that was cheating on her husband and how it was the best sex she ever had. Um, so I can't say because I don't have a female brain, but there's. Tips for sex, things to buy, and lots of shopping, and skincare, and hair care, and stuff. And then... Do you think skincare stuff is real? No. Nah, like, like, all the lotions, all the shit that people put on their I, face. I think your diet you, is, like, the most important part of skincare, is diet and activity, and stuff like that. Um, oh, shit. Talk. Is that, like, TOS? The pull-out method is more popular than ever. I heard that. It's always been popular. Does it me. work? No. Um, it's more effective than. Here, we're gonna not we're gonna say this is this. There's a reason people think, in capital letters, it works. Right. Okay. Yeah, because most of the most of the milk isn't going in the gallon. Stop intercourse at the last second before the guy orgasms should work to prevent pregnancy. If no ejaculate enters a woman's vagina, right. then no sperm goes swimming. And there's no chance of anything happening in the womb, right? <laughs> well, right. Yes, if a huge if, if a man actually makes it out, a man or a sperm man, a seaman, seaman. But that doesn't always happen because have you heard of precum? Okay, so Dane's mom just got auto modded, but she said. Pre-cum can get you pregnant, which I think all of us knew, and which was what you I, were about to read in the article. Shit. Sorry for the she probably are, you Did you read this? Oh, That's what did. it was. Yeah. I think everyone knows that. Everyone should know that. But it does, re I don't know how much it reduces, you know, your chance of getting someone pregnant. Do you cover the gator? Cover the gator? Yeah, if you don't cover the gator, you'll regret it later. I never heard that. So the, the alligator is the penis, right? Yeah. So it's like putting a rubber band on a gator's, you know, clamper. <laughs> yep. 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 Can't open. There's nothing going there. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> that sounds good. I think I, like I just that. came up with something. That's a shirt. Oh, you just made that up. I thought that was like a Dallas No, thing. cover the gator. Cover the gator. No, my dad told us that oh. when we were younger. Yeah. We were, you know, he gave us the sex speech. Hmm. I don't think my brother was listening. But cover the gator. Cover the gator. You regret it later. Yeah, my, my parents... Um, they weren't really around a whole lot when I was a kid, so I so never... So you didn't get you didn't get the sex speech. My mom thought I was gay until I was like eighteen, and I'm not even kidding. Um, so they why never... did she think you were gay? I don't know. What I were was, you doing? I wasn't like making out with other boys or anything. I just I guess I was kind of a gay kid. Um, like you were putting their, your feet on them and rubbing their back while they were playing. No, guitar? I just I don't know. I never really. I was more interested in drinking than. Women. What am I hearing? Is Chewbacca in here? Yes. What was that? My iPad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard a weird noise. Yeah. No, it's my iPad. Um, 
Yeah. But why would she think you were gay? That's the I, thing. Oh, I, I actually do remember there was one thing. I used to keep... Did you this. have pictures of, like, naked men? No, nothing like that. I used to keep uh, kind of like Muscles. a... Kind of like a journal. It wasn't like a diary. It was more of a journal where I'd, like, kind of explore my thoughts. And there was one night I had uh, a buddy stay over. His name was Kevin. And him and I were, like, playing... We were, like, 15. We were getting drunk and playing video games and, like, making up funny stories in my little journal thing. And one of them was, like, we made up the story about jerking off my dog or something like that. I mean, we were 15. It was funny. And we, were, we were drunk. So my mom found it and thought it was, like, she thought me and my buddy were jerking oh, off Sorry. our dog or something. Um, and she thought it, like, really happened, but it didn't. So she ended up telling my brother that she thought I was gay, and he started laughing. Um, it didn't bother me, though, because I, I knew... It wasn't true. Right. It was kind of like, one, you know, it wasn't anything I've ever been insecure about. And now I'm a man who runs a sewing channel on Twitch. And, and you wear very flamboyant right. pants. Yeah, and... I don't care. Um, I could be like the American Russell Brand. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, tons of people come in my channel and they're like, oh, you're a gay guy, right? And I'm like, no, but, no. you know, good to meet you. I am happy. Right, I'm, I'm a happy man, but... I guess when when people come into your channel, they think that you're just... Their first impression is like, what? You think that they think you're gay? Well, usually most of the time someone comes into my channel and I'm talking about like, you know, milk squirting out of booby nipples and just really gross, inappropriate stuff, which is funny to me, even though it's not serious. But I had, I had a kid come in my channel. He said he was 14 and he was gay. And he said, like, oh, well, what? you're gay, right? And I was like, oh, no, I'm not. But, you know, thank you for telling us about yourself. And I, I thought it was really interesting. Um, but it's it's great. I, I had a, a friend of mine I hadn't seen in a couple of years came in the other day. And um, she is um, transgender, lives in Belgium. And she used to be one of my mods, but, you know, born as a man and transitioned into being a woman. And that's, the, I, I love being able to kind of provide a cool, welcome environment for anyone. You know, right. Very gender accepting of whoever you are. And that's, that's something I really appreciate that I'm able to do with my Twitch channel and my, you know, social media that I built is have a very inclusive and welcoming community for anyone. Yeah. Because um, life sucks and people are shitty to each other. So it's it's nice to be welcoming to anyone. And if anyone's not cool with that, fuck those people. They're out of there, you know. You know what I was thinking of? This is going off topic. Um, last week, or two weeks ago, we were talking about the D20 thing, the D&D &D thing. Yeah. And we were talking about a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. What if there was one where it was about assassins? What, like a... Like an assassin. Game? Yeah. Like a D20 oh, yeah. thing for assassins. Yeah, there so was like, that... You would roll that, like whatever yeah. it is and you could, you know, these are the things that you could do in that room. It would almost be like you're playing Hitman, but as a D&D &D thing. Dude, games like that... Oh, man. Okay, sorry to... Kind of switch gears, kind of. I've always wanted to make a board game since I was like 20. Um, and not just like a, you know, shoots and ladders, like something a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah. Um, 
but it has to be simple and smart and that could be a really cool thing you know there's god if you ever go to a like a gaming store yeah like a tabletop gaming store um you'll see and find out about games you never would have thought existed like there may be a game that's exactly what you're describing right now um but there are some pretty rich deep kind of role-playing board games that are really elaborate hmm. Um, probably the most mainstream elaborate board game is like Risk because yeah. it goes on for fucking eight hours or whatever. I just it came to my mind. I wanted to bring it up just because we were talking about it last the last time we were on, and I was like, man, that would be so cool if it was a like D and D or whatever or D twenty or you know of like doing an assassins like there's however many assassins right, and you have to try to make your way through whatever to get this target. Oh, like to you have to assassinate the target before but, your opponents right. do type of thing. I think it'd be kind of cool. That could be cool. Um, yeah, the I think the hardest challenge because building that kind of world—that's the fun part—is like building that kind of experience and environment, you know, in a creative way. But do you think you have to make a story up first before you can come up with a game? Well, I, I was just going to say, I, I would imagine the hard part would be the mechanics of how the game works would probably be challenging. And then you could skin it with whatever theme you wanted, whether it was knights and archers or wizards or assassins or zombies or whatever, um, which is fun. And all those different themes are really popular. Right. But getting the mechanics to work properly and i don't know if it's the kind of thing where you you need like a dungeon master like you do in D D, or if it's kind of an open-ended thing well i just figured like if it, it'd be more of a you know because we were saying the zombie thing the D thing could be the you know the assassins thing but whatever that would be cool though i mean i love assassin stuff um obviously but um it would be really like you're an incredible like graphic designer and artist like i would love to to figure out a way where you and i could make some kind of a board game or role-playing tabletop thing that's functional with incredible artwork that could really kind of illustrate what's going on and have and then stream it while we play it i've been talking to hoku about an idea he came up with i'm not supposed to talk details but it's a really cool concept and actually i might want to talk to you about that later it's a it's it's a game but it's also a game where people will create their own characters and there's like 3d modeling and animation involved and like a oh, is it like a real game it's like a real game but it's um it's it could be really cool and elaborate okay um, but i might want to talk to you about that um but yeah i've, I've always wanted to kind of get involved with something like that because it's it's funny i um like a lot of people want to like make video games right and that's hard work. Like there's programming and artwork and 3D modeling. Making and a game is hard. Like all that. I'm confused yeah. about like so the thing about video games. You know, since we're talking about games, is I I do a lot of you know I do 3D stuff and I do artwork and I do I do a lot of things that they do in gaming, but I don't do like the coding and right. the C plus yeah. plus and the whatever right. and the whatever and the whatever is so I don't do any of the, you, you know, like unity and yep. the unreal engine and all that stuff, because that's like, that's like a completely other monster that, right. you know, learning I've already, it's taken me this long to learn all this. Now I'd have to like learn all this. Right. And it's just like, I want to, but think about but, it. Like, there's too much there for one person to really do all by themselves for oh, the yeah. most part. And oh, some, yeah. some people are just gifted with that, but 
But with a, like, you could create a board game completely on your own. It will take a long time, but you could do the board design and the mechanics and the character development, all the artwork, the cards, you know, all the twists and, you know, different features and things. You could do that with a very small team of people or just one person himself um, without having to learn coding and animating, you know, all that crazy shit and still make a really rich, deep game that a lot of people can enjoy. Right. Um, and I think that would be really fun. Like, I've been playing Monopoly since I was, you know, <laughs> fucking three years old. And it was fun then and it's they still a, fun now. They have a Fortnite Monopoly now. Oh, God. It's like, how... But it's still just Monopoly, you know. It uh, is, but how many more things of Fortnite do I have to see? They have nerf guns yeah, and water to, guns. When I go to Walgreens, I see it's like everywhere. Fortnite headphones and shit. I'm sure they've got a Fortnite dildo. Well, now I'm horny. Um, yeah, they probably do. Or like, And you can like decorate it and put a bush on it. Well, they got like Overwatch porn. People put up what? links to, to Overwatch porn in my Discord server, which is hilarious. Um, what? Where people like, you know... 3D animate the characters from the game. Oh. Doing shit. Doing, it's not a game. It's it's just a... It's, it's okay, it's yeah. video content. It's all that it's crap funny. that you see on like the internet um, sometimes. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they have a Fortnite vibrator out there somewhere. Um, but yeah, like, God, I would love to create a tabletop game with you or something. Um, it could be Assassin's. Well, we have a lot of other things we have to do. We have to make butter and cheeks. Oh, God. You have to finish your cosplay. Yeah, that's like how do we how do we determine what we spend our time doing? You know, because like we could make props, we could make videos and movies, we can do podcast stuff, we can well, make a the, board that's, game. That to me is the fun thing about being someone that's creative and an artist is that we have the ability to do any of those things. You know, there's a lot of people that don't have that ability. Like, they want to, but they mm. just... God. Their mind just doesn't work that way. I know so many... It's... God. The thing that really bothers me is when people are scared to try. Or they, like... They give up before they even start. I know so many people that... Not not on Twitch, by the way. Because everyone on Twitch is, are the kind of people... And I should say Twitch creative. Are the kind of people that are like... Hey, that's that's really interesting. I want to try that, and right. they just fucking buy the tools and the materials and they go for it. Um, but outside of Twitch, I know a lot of people that are like, uh, you know, like. Well, they expect it just to fall in their lap, and all of a sudden they're good. But that doesn't happen to anyone. No, there's no not one person on earth. I was watching, I was watching a, a conference thing that J. Scott Campbell. He's the guy. He's a huge comic book artist. Right. You know, he does Spider Man. He does like those super sexy looking girls, and like he's just really good at drawing chicks. Right. And somebody asked him, I was like, "How do I get good at drawing? Practice. You got to draw all the time. Right. Like you, can, anybody can draw. Now, some people just pick it up really fast. Some people are just really good at draw. Like it just their mind and their hand works very well, and they can just draw it down. Right. Sometimes it takes somebody a lot longer, and the people that take a lot longer don't take the time to actually learn and develop that skill. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a thing in there in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like you could do everything that I do. Okay. But I don't expect you to be able to do it right now. Sure. It, and 
you know. It starts with the desire to want to do it. Right. Um, which, first you gotta figure out what you want to do. And then you have to fucking light a fire under the passion of whatever that is. And really kind of nurture right. that growth. I mean, I've been drawing since I was a little kid. Right. So, yeah. obviously I'm going to progress as I get better. God, you're so older. good too. I was looking at the animation you put up on Instagram the other day of that that chick the chick you were drawing yeah. when you were watching Alita and like I, I'm just sitting there but see that doesn't I used to be horrible at drawing girls sure and the best thing that helped me you know some people were like oh we use this reference use this reference that didn't work for me like I had to look at actual like artists and how they broke it down in their mind right and then I understood. It's like, holy crap, okay, and now I see it. Like, I watch Kindred Concepts. I watch J. Scott Campbell. I watch Jim Lee. Yep. You know, I watch all these huge artists that are really good at particular things. Some of them are a lot better than others, you know, at, at, at things. So you kind of, like, take some of their styles and mix it together. So for me, like I've had to practice and practice and practice and practice and practice and practice. Now that I have the iPad, I can draw a whole lot more than I used to because I hated having to get out the paper or my sketchbook sure, and pencil yeah. and eraser. And it was just, and I didn't like, and then you erase and then you get it all over or the paper would wear out. You yeah. know, it's just like, it was just one thing after another. And so with the iPad, it like frees me completely where yeah. I can erase and do whatever, however many times well, I want. The technology in those drawing tablets is exploded in the last, as far as I know, in the last few years. Like the Wacom tablets or however the fuck Wacom. you pronounce Wacom, Wacom. But yeah, yeah. But, I mean, what I'm getting at isn't like you were saying earlier, is why people are like, oh, I wish I could do that. Man, you're such, you know what I'm saying? Like, or they ask that question, how did you, how do I get better? How did you get so good? Well, practice you gotta do it like i don't just i didn't just wake up one day and be like hey look i can draw this right yeah now for me because i'm just one of those people that catches on very fast right i was able to look at something draw it and be like oh that's how it's done and then you know i'm done right but i mean again like i said i've been doing this for a long time and i'm still learning maybe that's what people are scared of is just do I want to put that much effort into something over a long period of time? Am I willing to do that? Well, a lot you have of to, people and, aren't. And just like what you said, they have to have that passion. Right. It's they want they need yeah. the desire to want to do it. Yeah, like um it was it's funny that I ended up being a clothing designer because I've never been interested in fashion, you know, as, you know, a hobby or a skill or whatever. But I just had that passion of figuring out how certain things are made. Right. And just dissecting it in my mind, same way you would do it with design and, and artwork and animation and everything that you do. But just figuring out... It's almost like engineering. I don't know. Um, and now I'm doing that with cosplay and props, and I learned how to do lighting and LEDs and soldering, which I've right. never done. And before. I told you on the phone the other day, it's like, if I would have never met you before, I would have thought that you've been making cosplay your for the past ten years. Well, okay, and that's crazy to me that's because a really like cool compliment. Well, um, but it is, and I guess it's just the way that you have handled it and the way that you portray yourself and your cosplay. It looks really good. I mean, it does look pretty good. I mean, to me, it's like. 
One thing I would say, though, is I took principles and techniques that I've learned in other skills and applied them to right. a new skill. So it's not like... I, I, had, I had to remind myself of this this week, where it's like, I'm not starting from scratch. I'm, I'm drawing from all the other information I've learned and taught myself and been taught for the last six years and applying them to a, a brand new skill. Right, because uh, when you make that armor and you lay it out, mm -hmm. you essentially have to do the same thing. Like if you're making pants or making a shirt, you right. have to lay it out flat and it's then you bring it all yeah. together. Dude, you, like with the artwork that you do, when you're designing, you know, I, I watched you start with the skeleton and all the big ovals and right. shapes and all that stuff and you build layers and yeah. layers and layers. Like if you were to design a sword, for example, and draw it out with all the shapes and, you know, proportions and map everything out and then start doing colors and shading and adding everything, by doing that, you're doing the first step in making a three-dimensional prop. Right. You're designing it, different angles, perspective, all that stuff, you know. And if you plotted that out, when you went to start producing that out of materials, you'd have the best understanding of that object. Because you designed it, you made it three-dimensionally in your mind. Right. You, you understand how it looks on paper. Now it's time to learn some new skills and learn how to cut that into shape and glue it together and paint it and, you know, refine that whole thing, which is really cool. Right. Um, so the design work on your end of what you're doing is the first step in, you know, like I made that Zelda shield like a couple of months ago. Yeah. And I would have thought again, and I went on the computer and I designed the whole thing out a pattern on a computer. Then I printed it and made it bigger and cut it out, laid it out on material and cut that, you know, so it starts with what you do. Um, which is why I want you to design something that I can help show you the techniques to make it in real life. I want to make some big ass sword, right? Or like or, or some crazy ass sword. helmet, and like something. The the bass guitar hunting horn thing I'm making, yeah. Like it's it's five feet tall and it's got lights and blah blah. You know, I know, dude. Horns. It's it guess looks, what? It weighs two and a half pounds. That's awesome. It weighs nothing. I mean, it's a piece of wood. Realistically, it's, just, it's heavy, right? It's it's one small piece of wood and a bunch of EVA foam. Um, so you could make an eight-foot-long sword that would probably weigh five pounds, and you could fucking throw that shit all over, and it would look awesome. So whatever they have, like, in movies and stuff, when they have those big-ass weapons or guns, it's all, is it, like, realistically made out of that kind of stuff? All of it is, like, okay. Um, so Stranger Things 3 just came out? Yeah, that... I binge watched the entire freaking season in one night. Okay, so there's. <laughs> I did too, by the way. There's a company called Thingergy. I couldn't stop watching. There, there's a company called Thingergy in LA, yeah. and they make a bunch of props for movies and TV shows. So they do a big majority of all the props in Stranger Things. We sell them all of the EVA foam that they Are use to make some a ton of the props in that show. That's so awesome. One of many shows that they make props for. But all the uh, the biohazard suits they're wearing towards the end of the season when they were going in the underground things. Spoiler alert, sorry. Um, those are all made out of EVA foam. Oh, you mean in the big cave that had the giant dancing clowns? Yep, the oh, one okay. with the giant space alien clown Ooh, on the moon. When on the went, moon. Yeah. Um, so all those biohazard suits are made out of TNT, cosplay supply, EVA foam. Dude. With uh, PETG visors. Um which that's, is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you get to advertise? Will they let you advertise those they, things? They as, do that on their end. Oops. Um, on whose end? 
the company that produces that give us credit for the materials that they use. But I mean, but can you show off like can you make a demo reel that shows like, hey, this 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 scene here is using our material. This oh, we, scene here we, we is using should, our material. You we know? could and should be doing that. I I haven't been able to because I've been busy, but I'm the marketing coordinator, so I should be. Actually, we're working on stuff, so yes. Um, the shorter answer is yes. Those things are happening right now. Um, because that would be cool. Yeah. I think that would be like super like promotional on your part, whereas, you know, all these people are like, I'm not, I mean, obviously tons of people come to you now for that type of material, but th they can see like, oh my God, that was made for, you know, this show. Right. And it's, it's, it's it just kind of lights the fire under some people's asses. So prop makers, cosplayers, costume makers, um, just makers in general. And a lot of people refer to these kind of people as just makers are known for just using any fucking material they can get their hands on to produce whatever it is they're trying to make, which is, you know, wood, metal, resin, um, you know, foam, whatever. Mm -hmm. And just, it's it's all just a total like Frankenstein freeform, you know, fuck all of material. I think my first cause, well, I wouldn't, my first prop making, I was in college and I was with these three other guys and one of them was in a heavy metal band mm -hmm. and he had a huge, he, look, he looked just like you, yeah. long ass hair, but his beard was like a lot longer than yours and he would, he would pull it apart and do <laughs> like the dime bag Daryl kind of look and, and he's got, he's got sleeves yeah. <clears throat> and so anyways, we did a whole Star Wars, did you ever uh, see, what was it, uh, Ryan and... Uh, the hell was it ryan and adam or something it was these two guys that did star wars fighting on youtube for a while oh where they just edited like ryan it was ryan versus oh maybe a uh, uh, geek man or something or nerd man or something and it was they they were both after effects people and they right. did this whole lightsaber i think i might have seen some of that and their, I didn't know and their choreography right. was amazing right anyways we in college decided hey let's let's do our own so our first thing was is I got a bunch of crap metal and old tubes and yep. all kinds of materials, and we made. Actually, I have them. I still have them. We <laughs> we made our own freaking lightsabers, and then I have. Let me. I have right up there. Uh, we made guns. You remember? Did you ever play Lethal Weapon on uh, Nintendo sixty four? Lethal Enforcers. Enforcers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the blue and red gun. Yeah. So. Ours quit working because, you know, it doesn't work on right. the TVs anymore. So I cut the wire off yeah. and I spray painted yeah. them and it made them look like Boba Fett guns. Yep. I'll show them to you in a second. Yeah. But <clears throat> anyway, so uh, that was my first experience with doing it. And I got like really excited. I still have every single lightsaber we made. They're hilarious. Dude, it's it's amazing. I don't know how far you've... If you've ever looked at any YouTube videos of the just shit people make. Oh, yeah. Um... Like, you know, people are like, oh, this new gun came out in Borderlands 2, and they just make it because they love the gun so much, and they want to make it real. Who is the guy? He's a streamer, and he has a skull. Vex? No, it's black and red. Evil Effects? Oh, Evil Effects, yeah. Yeah. He, he, I remember when I first started following Twitch, and this is a couple of years ago, he made some big ass freaking gun. Oh, the BFG from Yeah, Doom. and yeah. he gave it away. He, and he was doing a giveaway. Yep. Dude, I tried. I tried. Man, that gun was amazing. Yeah. 
I was, it was like it. 30 layers of foam that were all glued together and then, and then sculpted car- yeah. and sanded. Yeah, I remember watching that. That thing was amazing. Yeah. Like, um, it was awesome. I think that was like one of the last things he ever made, too, and it was like three years ago. Why doesn't he do it anymore? We're not going to talk about that on this podcast. I will say that I love him a ton, though. So he doesn't make props anymore? He... He like there's some evil effects emotes right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, he hasn't for a while, but he's an amazing person. And yeah. I, I love him. I know so it's much. just been a while because he used to do the Mass Effects out. Like, yeah, he the did whole that. He did costumes. a bunch of Halo stuff. I mean, he's probably one of the most talented builders I've ever met. And I hung out with him at Dragon Con, and he asked me if I wanted to go to the Hustler party at some penthouse suite, um, <laughs> which I didn't do at the time because I wasn't single. But I will this year. Yeah, I will I, this year. I am single. <laughs> you said um, at TwitchCon? Uh, DragonCon. DragonCon. Yeah, I don't think he does TwitchCon, but... What's Dragon... Like... So DragonCon started as a Dungeons & Dragons convention back in the mid-80s, I think. Maybe even older than that. And it has just evolved into this... Like, I watched... Were you at... You went to that one. Where I was we there all, last year. And you... Sh- you streamed when you were in the hotel room? Or what I, was I was that on, one? I was on Evil Effects' stream. I was That's on right. Rev Chumley's stream. But was that Dragon Con? That was Dragon Con. Okay. Um, it was unbelievable. Um, I've never been to such an enormous party in my whole life. Like, it was, it like, how big, like, in scale of, like, like, what's the scale? The like, scale in the convention like, room. Like, is it have video games uh, and all kinds of stuff? Or what is it's, it? Okay, so it's about... Somewhere between 120 to 160,000 people that show up in downtown Atlanta and take over six hotels. Like, it's not just a... They don't even... It's not even part of a convention center. Yeah. It kind of is. But, I mean, you're talking about almost a quarter million people taking over all of downtown Atlanta. It's like a giant nerd orgy. Like, it's... One hotel after another after another, and, and they're all like seventy-story buildings that are just full of cosplayers and super nerds. <laughs> what would you be like? You're an old couple, and you walk out of oh, your dude, room, you would, like, and I, you're I, like, "What the?" F-? I didn't. Um, you think you, th- you think they would give an old person a heart attack? It, it could. I'm I, sure they're confused as hell. I, I like mean, they probably thought like these people, healthy, normal people there that were like having anxiety attacks because it's so. They thought it was Halloween. Like, well, people know what it is when they show up. Well, okay. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, like, every hotel is just all Dragon Con guests. There's not like a, oh, honey, do you want to go on vacation in Atlanta for the yeah. weekend? Like, all, every hotel is sold out a year in oh, advance. Okay. You, you don't just stumble into that. Yeah. Um, it's all hotels, and it's just madness. But it's it was the most fun weekend I've ever had in my life. Um, Talk real quick before we end. What is one word that you can think of when you think of cosplay? One word. Like what? If I, I was to say, say cosplay. Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. It's, um, if, if you or anyone's ever been to a Renaissance fair, um, a costume convention, even like a Halloween thing or, you know, whatever, um, there's something really fun about having, uh, about, role-playing as another character. Right. It's not like when I dress up like an assassin, I'm talking about, like, you know, I'm not talking like an old 14th century Italian assassin. But right. it's... 
any insecurities I have about who I am or what I've been through or whatever, they don't exist. I just, I am whoever I am that day, whatever I'm dressed up as. Um, so talk and, lives in fantasy. I, I like that fantasy. Nice. All right, guys. Well, that's going to end our podcast for this week. Yeah. You guys make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, oh, all yeah, of we, those we things. Have, we have Twitter, Instagram, um, not Facebook. No, no Facebook yet. What was the other one? YouTube. We have a YouTube. We have a YouTube that I'm going to be uploading all these okay. to. So YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, we also broadcast this podcast on uh, Spotify iTunes, SoundCloud. Yes, I got, you got right it. That time. No, no, there's um, no clouds. Yeah, no clouds. Uh, and I think that's everything. That's it. I but think yeah. our next thing is going to be putting it on Stitcher, but okay, because that's another really big one. But we're not on that one yet. Yeah, so it's just Apple iPod, the Apple um, Podcasts, which is what they're going to call it. It's just oh, right. Apple Podcast. Just yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, that's where you guys can find all of those great episodes. We have several episodes before this one. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Again, talk as always. I love your beautiful man I love face. You too, man. I, I don't think I'll be able to do it next week because it's the day before my deadline. So uh, maybe like Thursday. Well, or we something. can maybe we can try to do it this weekend. We'll, we'll sub. Yeah, so that we'll we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it but, sooner, yeah. and then I'll put and then I'll just post it on. Oh, that, that works. Day. Yeah, yeah. We'll do something we'll, like that. Yeah, because cool. I can do a, like a pre, you know. Pre-release. I like that. Yeah. More content is better than less content. That's right. So the more we do, the better. The more better. orgasm. Yeah. Well, better, hey, let's, let's shut down better the podcast people. and chat with our... Huzzah! All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life and Confused. Until next time. Can you hear that in your ears? It's easy to come up with random shit. Yeah, like two Vaseline dumped scarecrows. What? <laughs> it's confusing. It's it's easy.